This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode 112. Is there such a thing as a healthier Diet Coke, or what about aloe vera juice and, and the internal shower? Huh? What are these things? Have you heard of them? Coming up, we discuss some trending drinks that have been touted as healthy on social media. But are they really? Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast, the podcast dedicated to navigating how we can improve our health and well-being through small healthy habits we can start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica, and every other week we sit down with a certified expert to discover things about nutrition and fitness and a whole lot more. And on this episode, we're diving in headfirst into healthy drink trends, or at least that's what we're told. These things are popping up on the internet. We're finding people who have talked about them for years, but are they really beneficial for you, for me? With us again today is registered dietitian for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, Shanti Apello. Hi, Shanti. Hello. I'm so excited about this topic. Are you really? Come on, it's me. You I can tell am. me. <laughs> yeah. I am because I feel like social media has just taken health by, I don't know, the seat of its pants. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> You know, but you're passionate about nutrition and behavior, and part of this is behavior that we're now getting from other sources. I, I wouldn't call it peer pressure, but we do have these inputs that say, hey, put some vinegar in some water and drink that. You'll live longer. I don't know. My grandma made it to 89. I don't think she ever did a shot of vinegar every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think as humans, we all just want kind of quick fixes to our problems. Mm. I mean, I know I do. I wish I could eat one cookie or <laughs> drink one drink yeah. and be healthy forever, right? You know, if you can drink one drink and it solves a lot of your health problems, makes you more energized, makes you lose weight, like all these things, and it takes five minutes to drink it versus spending an hour to exercise, preparing your healthy meals, eating things that like maybe don't taste as good as fried chicken. I don't know. Like these things are so simplified and that's why they're so easy to catch on to. It's like, yes, if I can drink this one thing, it's going to be great. And that's, I think, why a lot of people want to believe in them. But, you know, I use my grandmother as an example. And for me, one of the tests I have is if this has been so good for so long, I don't mean some new invention. I'm all for new science and discovering new things, right, that we haven't known for eons. But if this has really been around for a long time, I don't know if I heard a lot of old timers ever saying that they really should do a shot of vinegar, you know, or drink aloe vera juice. So we're going to double back on that because there is no such thing as a lack, to your point, of new health trends. And as of late, whether it's on, you know, social media, wherever you're finding this stuff, there are these claims that frankly aren't even new. I've heard these things, you know, drink pickle juice. That's got to go back forever, you know, 10, 20 years. So let's talk about this idea of are some of these things healthy or not, or is it hype? Health or hype? Where do you come down generally on a lot of these things? Generally, there are not many benefits to a lot of these detox drinks, juice cleanses. Now, if there are any benefits... I usually say that they're adding nutrients to your diet. It's not that their goal is to detox, to cleanse, okay? We have body parts that do that. Our body was designed to do that, and I'll talk more about it. But for example, Jamu juice. It's this Indonesian drink. Basically, it just is made out of all these kind of traditional medicine, like bark and kinds of like juices and herbs and things like that. Anyways, 
it's just like an umbrella term. But a really popular Jama juice is going to be made up of turmeric, ginger, citrus, like lime or lemon, maple syrup or honey, and then black pepper. So a drink like that to me makes sense because you're adding some nutrients to your life. For example, the ginger could help with some motility in the gut. It can help with digestion. The turmeric in it has some anti-inflammatory properties. The black pepper helps boost the action of turmeric. And then, of course, citrus has got your vitamin C and things like that. So the point of a drink like that is to add nutrients. But a lot of the goal of different kinds of juice cleanses and detoxes are not. So they claim that they can, you know, remove toxins in your life. They can make you feel overall better. They might show like, oh my gosh, this is how many toxins you got rid of by doing this cleanse, right? So the downside of it is, of course, oftentimes to make them palatable, they're going to be adding a lot of sugar to a lot of these things. Well, yeah, maple syrup on anything, right? I mean, come on, <laughs> if you have to, I'll take a cardboard and eat it if it has bacon on it, right? I mean, if you add <laughs> something great to a, a concoction, yeah, you may want to palate it easier, you know? Exactly. I mean, if you add a scoop of ice cream to your herbal tea, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the truth is a lot of these can do more harm than good that's really what it comes down to. You know, a lot of detoxes have laxatives and oftentimes laxatives are going to often, you know, obviously make you have to go to the bathroom. But if that causes diarrhea, especially for long periods of time, if you keep taking this drink that causes you to have diarrhea, you can get electrolyte imbalances, you can become dehydrated. Oftentimes too, there are some people that are more vulnerable to these types of drinks. So think, for example, they're on this juice cleanse and the juice hasn't been pasteurized. And then people who are elderly or maybe people who have a compromised immune system could get severely ill. You also think of, you know, having the same herbal tea every day, only drinking liquids or, you know, the cayenne pepper drink or whatever it was uh, about 20 years ago. That can also lead to those electrolyte imbalances, not make you feel good. And finally, when you think about a lot of these products that are on the market, they're not regulated by the FDA. And the FDA has even removed some of these products because they have either illegal ingredients or some of their ingredients could be potentially harmful or they're just false claims saying that they can do something medically that they really can't. So I guess that's the downside. <laughs> so you know this from your extensive training that there's going to be a counterculture to you know, what should be wagging the tail when it comes to our health. So, uh, you know, I, I was on a 10-day expedition to the rainforest in Peru, and I met a shaman, right? And this guy's cutting open the bark of a tree, and out comes some red liquid, and he rubs it on my hand, and it turned white. And he said, this is our version of antibiotic cream. And I'm like, wow, my mind is like blown by this whole thing. Well, they're kind of on the leading edge of bringing stuff out of the jungle out of the rainforest, what they can't do is figure out how to package it right. So there probably is something in there. But one of the things that I see with all these TikTok videos, these products, there's a thread of acid, acidity that runs through lemon juice, vinegar, anything that seems sour, even juices, right? You drink too much orange juice, you're getting a lot of acid. And I look at that and I think to your point about not knowing what you may not know yet, you may not know you've got a stomach issue with acid. If you know you've got some kind of problem, well, you probably are, are going to avoid it. But you drink a bunch of vinegar, uh, it may be upsetting to your stomach for a while or even worse, huh? Yeah, exactly. And it is interesting when we think about, you know, the shaman that you were mentioning, the antibiotic properties. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these 
you know, before we had modern medicine, people had to rely on these measures. You know, I remember being in Australia and we were going on a tour. They had so many different types of eucalyptus, so many different types of tea tree. And they were talking about how these tea tree oils were basically antifungal, antibacterial. They just kind of deter some of those things. So they had to rely on those kind of things back in the day. But the way I like to look at it is we've come so far from that. And maybe they do play a good role in like ingredients for some topical things, but we just need to get to our doctor and to the experts with the most efficient way to get you cured. And that actually is going to be healthy for you because, you know, we were talking about some of these ingredients. We don't know if they're going to interact with your body. We don't know if they're going to interact with medications that you're taking. Say you have some kind of medication that you take daily and one of these components could be interfering with the medication, whether it is not making it work as it should, it's decreasing the power of it or increasing the power of it to where, you know, it can be potentially dangerous. So definitely important to get the doctor's point of view. And uh, before we jump into some of these specifics that, you know, these healthy drinks, quote unquote, that we're finding on TikTok and other social media, there is something to be said for I don't know. I, I look at this and I compare, uh, if I'm going to go on a juicing detox, I kind of get the phrase. Uh, it makes sense to me. If I'm looking to detox, I'm not sure why I would need to do it. But I personally would rather eat an orange than I would squeeze 10 of them and then you know, put that with some other concoction of you know sprinkling in nutmeg or whatever somebody's going to tell me. You know, I think I'm getting more value out of the apple or the orange or the berries that I'm eating than just taking the juice and using that. Am I off on that for nutritionally? No, you're absolutely right. Yes, because the fiber, exactly. You're missing out on so much of that. And unless, of course, you include the pulp, you're getting a little bit of fiber. But even then, you're missing out on a lot of those benefits, you know, the fiber kind of interacting with the juice drink itself. So definitely a good point there. And I think, you know, if I'm talking to someone and they're interested in starting a juice cleanse, if they, you know, want to do a detox, the first thing I like to do is ask them kind of like what the goal is, right? Maybe they say, well, I just need to detox. I'm feeling like crap. I just have been drinking a lot of alcohol or whatever it is. They're like, I just need to reset. I need to get rid of all the toxins. And so, that might be an answer. Someone might be just saying, I just need to jumpstart my weight loss. So I think there are a lot of different ways to go about having a conversation with someone like that. So first of all, if it's for weight loss, of course, we can talk about evidence-based ways to lose weight that's going to fit their lifestyle. Talk about what their experiences with weight loss in the past to find a way that's going to work for them. But if it is to get rid of toxins, I think it's so important to understand the fundamentals of how our body works. For example, our liver helps process all of the nutrients and it kind of changes these toxins so that the kidneys then can help eliminate it, right? Our lungs, when we breathe things in, it's going to remove these airborne toxins. Our colon, you know, as food and waste moves through our body, it's going to help remove the waste and the toxins by just going to the bathroom. And then finally, the kidneys. The kidneys are really the treasure here in our body and are doing all the work that these detoxes and juice cleanses are claiming to do. But they filter our blood and they remove all the toxins that need to be removed in our urine, something that I promise these juice cleanses cannot do. And so, you know, if you're looking to help your body out, to help your kidneys, to help your liver, to help your whole body do the processes that it, it's supposed to do, you don't need to drink 
anything special. Some things you can just do is avoid smoking. Don't drink as much alcohol. Hydrate your body so that your organs can function the way that they're supposed to. And eat healthy so that, you know, again, these organs can function the way that they're supposed to. So they're getting the nutrients they need to for, you know, all the enzymatic functions and all the reactions and everything to really happen in the body. And again, coming back to this part of the hat that you wear, you know, about behavior, let's be fair. If I'm living a life where my diet or let's say my lifestyle is healthy and for some reason, I think taking a shot of pomegranate juice every other day is helping me if I think it is and I'm actually feeling great. Well, I, I don't know. It's not like I'm eating dessert 10 times a day, right? I mean, there's a certain balance. We've talked about that in previous episodes. There's a balance that you can have where if you do stumble across something where you think it's helping or maybe it actually is, well, it's not a crazy thing. But I, I can see if someone said to you as a you know, you're trying to guide them or coach them. And they said, I really am looking to go on a fast to detox, to jumpstart my diet. What they're kind of saying is they want to go on a fast and that's maybe a different topic. So it's very intriguing what the underlying motivation or behavior is for some of these things, huh? Yeah. And I think that's something we can explore within ourselves, right? I think weight loss is one of the biggest reasons that people want to do or catch on to some of these trends, right? It's like, They've tried so many things. It's it, it really is hard to lose weight. Like I know that it's hard and that's why we want to like jump at these opportunities, these trends. But at the end of the day, I think we just need to get back to our kind of our brain that checks things that kind of doubts maybe the too good to be true aspects of some of these things and just kind of read what the experts are saying and everything like that. So I'm not an expert in this field, maybe in any field, but I am going to make this statement. When I was a kid and I got a cut on my finger and my dad or mom would put the old-fashioned methylate or mercurochrome on and it would burn. Oh my gosh, would it burn? There was something in your brain that said it had to hurt to make you think you were healing better, right? It's <laughs> like you couldn't just put on the little antibiotic ointment and it didn't hurt. It had to hurt. And I think there's a thread in all of these where somehow I've got to wince and go, ah, when I drink <laughs> vinegar and seltzer water, and then somehow my brain is saying, well, you know, you really do have to wince and suck it up, Chuck, because it's just making you feel good. You know, do you think behaviorally there's something to that? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know the best way to answer that question, but... <laughs> yeah, it's not a trial. I'm not trying to put you on, you know, a trial. I just think that I'm on to something because I just remember... You may be. You know, if, maybe if it hurts, it'll make you feel better. And I don't think you have to hurt to feel better, you know. I, I know that with, you know, some skincare products, my dermatologist did say, if you feel something happening on your face, you know it's working. <laughs> Oh, interesting. So if it tingles, then it's worth the 40 bucks. Is that what you mean? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk about a couple of these. So the healthy diet Coke or the healthy Coke, which is what? Is that balsamic vinegar and what? It's balsamic vinegar and soda water, like seltzer water. And I believe it was the guava flavor. Uh, yeah. No, I just put a little balsamic on my salad yesterday. No oil. Just I like it. But I can tell you, I don't think in a million years I would do a shot of that in water. I, I just don't see why. So so the, the key to this is, I think the person who came up with this TikTok trend mixed, you know, the balsamic vinegar with this guava flavored seltzer water, and they claim that it tastes almost exactly like a Coke, but a healthier <laughs> Coke. Yeah. Now, you know, I don't foresee that this is too big of an issue. Like, I don't think that it's gonna like 
cure any, they're not really claiming it's going to cure any health problems per se. I mean, of course, some vinegar, some smaller studies have suggested that vinegar can be helpful for people with diabetes or people who want to lose weight and things like that. But with this, I think, you know, they're trying to think of it as a healthier option to a Diet Coke. But when it comes down to it, like, our teeth are probably not going to be very thankful if you are drinking this all day. A lot of acid, right? A lot of acid. The pH for this must be around like three or so, depending on how much of that balsamic vinegar you use. Because in contrast, when you think of adding balsamic vinegar to your salad, like you're tossing it with a little bit of oil, you're having it with your salad, a lot of that acid is neutralized by other components in the food. So it's not as much of an issue as just having the straight up drink with that balsamic vinegar. All right. So then there's one about liquid chlorophyll. Can't I just eat green plants? Why do I have to like get the, you know, mainline this stuff right in and green fluid? Oh, yeah. So the liquid chlorophyll, this was one of the more popular ones in 2021. And so they claim that it can be this great skincare hack and that it can be a stress reliever, right? And just like a little, you know, back to eighth grade lesson on chlorophyll, you know, it's that green pigment in plants, in algae, and it lets them absorb energy from the sun, you know, with photosynthesis. And so they were saying that this is going to be great for your skin and relieving that stress. But, you know, the thing about this one is there's really no benefits. There's no research that suggests there are any benefits to it. If anything, it's going to maybe make your poop green. (laughs) (laughs) Like that could be kind of fun science experiment, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, there's no really toxic effects. There's not really anything to worry about with the liquid chlorophyll. But why waste your money if it doesn't give you any benefits? So there, you know, as a, I don't know how to put this, as a skeptic, right? I would say that if I'm going to ingest anything, even if you told me an apple a day makes my skin better, it's a stretch for me to think that I'm going to eat it, chew it, digest it, get rid of most of it, and then somehow it's going to double back and make my skin better. Overall, if I'm hydrating and eating apples and a half bag of spinach every weekend, I mean, I just think if I'm eating the right stuff, it's going to kind of work its way out unless I've got a particular medical issue, you know, eczema or something that could lead me down a path. So I, I just don't know that drinking this stuff in my gut and then expelling it, some, you know, you got to give it back somehow. Um, <laughs> it, it's somehow going to make my skin shiny. I don't if get anything- it. It might actually make your skin burn from the sun because it can make you more sensitive to sunburn. No kidding. So that's (laughs) one of those downsides. Yes. Boom. Okay. (laughs) So what is this thing called the internal shower drink? Oh, goodness. So this is a mix of water, chia seeds, and a little bit of lemon juice. How does that sound for breakfast? No, it just sounds, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like I don't a even want to drink it. glass of water? Right. Well, you know, when chia seeds get in contact with water, they kind of get bigger. They puff up a little bit. Yeah. So it's not even like your these seeds are just kind of going down. They're, they're a little slimy. puffy when you're, yeah, slimy yeah. and puffy. A slimy, puffy drink. <laughs> oh, come on. And what is the point? What are they saying this is good for? So really, it's supposed to be... Like they say, an internal shower. It's supposed to clean your gut a little bit. And in some ways, it is true because, you know, the chia seeds, they're going to have a lot of fiber. They're kind of going to sweep. Like the action of the type of fiber that we get from chia seeds are almost like a broom in your gut, like kind of sweeping it clean. So in that way, you know, it's true. And 
one of the things about us Americans is that we don't get enough fiber as a society. You know, you think about men, they should get up to 38 grams of fiber in a day, between 30 to 38, and women, 21 to 25 grams of fiber a day. So with that, on average, we're only getting about 10 to 15 grams a day as a society. So we're really lacking in that fiber. So, you know, if you're really lacking and you're getting a good stamp of health from your doctor and you want to get in some extra fiber and this helps you, um, I mean, sure. I think there are other ways to get fiber. If you wanted to have your chia seed pudding, you know, little Greek yogurt and things like that for breakfast is probably a better choice. But overall, when you mix fiber with a lot of fluid, like in this drink, it is going to cause you to get to go to the bathroom because you need fiber and water together. Otherwise, it has the opposite effect. But the folks that may need that, because we hear about the natural laxative, the what are the husks? Psyllium? What is that? Uh, you know, there's stuff like that that you can buy, right? It's not the chemical, but you can mix it in a glass of water, swig it. So this is kind of a version of that that does seem maybe a little less harmless than others, as long as you've got a purpose for it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And if you're naturally constipated and you're needing a little bit more fiber in your life, sure, try it. But I I definitely (laughs) would prefer to throw some of my chia seeds in my morning smoothie, personally. (laughs) Yeah, eat your fruits and veggies during the week and you may be on your road to happiness, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Now, forever, since I've been a kid, aloe vera, you know, is one of those things like low fat that you would see on everything from suntan oil to gosh knows what skincare products. And now a new one to ingest. It's maybe not that new aloe vera juice. Yeah. For what? For helping with digestion, skin, and overall well-being. Apparently, it's supposed to make you feel amazing, make you feel like you're getting an amazing night of sleep, feeling stress-free. Really? Yep. Yeah. It does it all, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So have you ever tried that? I have not. And to be honest, I wouldn't. One of the things about this is that aloe vera juice, it actually used to be in laxatives back in the early 2000s. So you know, it does tout that it helps with digestion. So it was in laxatives, but the FDA actually removed it from the shelves because they weren't sure about the safety. And this was also a few years back, but there have been reports of hepatitis, liver failure. So, you know, some things that aren't necessarily safe. Another thing to consider with this too, and a lot of experts, a lot of physicians are recommending against using this aloe vera juice because it can interfere with different medications, especially diuretics. So something to pay attention to, especially if you have heart problems. But using it in my wife's hand lotion that I did swipe this morning, I'm okay with that? (laughs) Topical. I'm not saying, well, I shouldn't have said I did it. A friend of mine, (laughs) a friend of mine took his wife's hand lotion and used it this morning and it said it has aloe vera in it. That's okay, right? (laughs) Topical (laughs) application of this is just fine is what dermatologists say. So we're covered. That's good to know. So overall health trends that you're looking at, talk to our listeners about this idea in particular. What are we on the lookout for? What are some of the litmus tests that we should be running in our own mind when we see these things pop up on social media? Lose weight fast because you drink vinegar, that kind of thing. What are we looking for? Yeah, I think one of the first things to just tell yourself is if it's too good to be true, it probably is right? The thing is, is our primary care physicians, our experts, they want the best for us. They want us to be in good health. So if there was this magical solution, it would be everywhere. It wouldn't be a secret. 
You know, like I often see the ads that say the component that your doctor doesn't want you to know about. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, well, why wouldn't I want my doctor to know about it? I would I would really like my doctor to know about the health things I'm doing. Yeah. So I think those are red flags. Look at who came up with the health trend. Do they have any certifications? Do they have the right qualifications? Are they for example, a physician with the right qualifications, are they a registered dietitian or do they just have a weird nutrition certificate from some online website? You know, there are so many different ways that people can appear as experts when they're really not. So I think taking a look at someone's credentials is vitally important here. And then you want to look at what the experts are really saying on the matter. Do some cross-checking here. If you just see it on TikTok, Probably not a good idea. I also see a lot of stuff on TikTok where there are doctors or I don't know if they're posing as doctors or if they're not responsible doctors, but they are like standing there in front of the screen. They show they're like pointing at this, you know, person losing weight or like a graphic of a person losing yeah, weight. Yeah. And it's just like coffee lemon juice and water. And they're like, yeah, that's how you lose weight. So, yeah. you know, I think just cross-checking, making sure you're listening to someone you trust. But oftentimes the best thing to do is just to talk to your doctor if you're interested in making one of these changes in your life. And I think you and I have talked about this before, and I'll kind of wrap it up with this. There are some natural things that, you know, if you're looking for your gut health to brain health connection or any of those things, having, you know, we've talked about pickled things, beets or pickles or sauerkraut. There are things you can do that are naturally fermented that can maybe help your gut health where it's not kind of, it's not weird. It may taste weird at first, but maybe it's that you love having a pickle with your sandwich. Well, knock yourself out. It's probably not hurting and maybe it's even helping. Exactly. There are so many things we know that are good for our gut, like eating probiotics and prebiotics and things like yogurt and these fibery foods load up on those, you know, it doesn't have to be in drink form either. Like all these vegetables, all these good foods, they're just fine in your home cooking and you can incorporate them without adding extra calories in a sugary drink. So, well, someday we'll get together. Uh, I don't mean to impose any peer pressure, but we'll do some shots of vinegar and seltzer water and see how that goes <laughs> for us. I, you know, I, I, it sounds like I'm, that's about as wild as I get Shanti, you know, <laughs> So uh, <laughs> I'll take that wild check. <laughs> okay, good. Well, take good care. It's great to have you back. Thanks. Have a great one. Shanti Appella with us, who's a registered dietitian for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Always lots of good stuff from her. Hey, thanks for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show, you want to know more, check us out online, a healthiermichigan.org slash podcast. Leave us reviews or ratings on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and get new episodes on your smartphone or tablet. Make sure you do that. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. I'm Chuck Gatica. Be well. <laughs>